0: Hey there, everyone. It's Tom. Welcome to the Being Church podcast. Just wanted to let you know that we recorded these episodes a while ago, like January, way before Lent, way before the world changed. And so uh, I want you to know that your parish staff and your priests and your deacons and everyone who's working at St. Louis is working overtime to try and make sure that we're still providing pastoral and spiritual support to our parishioners. We love you guys very much. Please uh, know that we're here for you. Let us know if we can help you in any way. And please pray for us as we work and know that we are praying for you together. We can get through this. We can be water in the desert for one another. Thanks for listening. Alright, here it is. The last last Lenten uh, episode of the Being Church Podcast. Welcome everyone. I'm Tom. I'm Elisa.
1: And I'm Father Matthew.
0: And we are getting so close to Easter. Uh, I'm sure we're all exhausted yeah. at the parish office, but we're filled with joy and mm-hmm. Lenten. Suffering. <laughs> the the proper
2: time. equal amounts. <laughs> at the same
0: time. Um, today we're going to talk about, so last week we talked about the resurrection and several of the narratives. Hope you've had time to engage some of those on your own um, or engage them on our other podcast channel where Father Matthew is doing Lenten Reflections. Uh, and today we're going to talk about something we don't normally talk about too much, which is the ascension. Mm-hmm. Jesus ascended at the end of his earthly ministry. Right. What and does this that is, mean? yeah, this is sort of like, uh, and in
1: some ways, resurrection part two, like yeah. that yes, we want to yes. go into even more, um, kind of a whole different angle, a whole different approach of understanding what does this mean that there's this new life of the resurrection yeah. that has happened. And what are the big picture implications that come from this? Mm-hmm. Um, there's sort of the, the narrative accounts. And, and what happens with those is they they encounter the fact that Jesus is alive and he is alive and he eats fish with them right yes. he he they can touch him you know touch my hands and my feet yes. right and yes. see and touch and know so there's this reality of like Jesus alive but it's not just sort of a resuscitated corpse right he made a point of saying
2: yes. that
1: yes yeah benedict uh, you know i'm i'm using exactly his language yes. here you know it's not just simply a resuscitated corpse that will Again, go upon its natural course and die again, like Lazarus. Lazarus right, gets up right. out of the tomb, but then eventually Lazarus dies again, right? So it's just a re reinstituted kind of human life. No, this is a different kind of life. Yes, this is a different kind of a new dimension mm. of that that had previously been unimaginable. But now through the resurrection, they, these narratives, they, they, they happen and these people, they encounter Jesus, who is both who he was, but also something new. And this so blows their mind that they begin to start to unpack what does that mean? And as we go through, um, and, and we'll, we'll use some of Benedict's here and then yeah. also just kind of other aspects of the New Testament where where the full implications of this just become yeah. they 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 start reaching out. It's not just like, oh, then there's this happy ending for Jesus right. or happy ending for Jesus and a few of his his followers who can become, you know, have this kind of resurrection life, whatever that means. Mm. Um no, it's it's the implication is that this is this has brought in a whole new dimension of being. Right. Totally other. <laughs> That like it's so different. That that now has implications for like the like the wording that they use for this, and we use this. This is kind of churchy language that people use. But I don't. I do not think that we take this seriously in in what we what we're mm-hmm. actually saying here. We say that there will be a new creation, right? New heaven, new earth. Creation itself. Okay, the universe is changed, transformed, and given a whole new dimension of being because of what happened on Easter morning.
0: Think we can cover it in 30 minutes?
2: <laughs> I mean, it's mind-blowing and boggling if you, th- if you think about it.
0: Yeah. I mean, it should be. Because, <laughs> it is. Right, exactly.
2: Because what happened created something that wasn't wasn't there and wasn't accessible.
1: Yeah. I, so if I can, I, I, I've, I've uh, taken away. Yes, I have yes, yes, quite a bit away. that I want to speak you, on father. this. He because this is, now this like, is, like is like me I getting pretty, pretty
0: heady. Yes. Let's
1: this do. is me getting pretty heady. So I'm just going to put this out there at the beginning. Right. Um, and, and hopefully uh, this is also me uh, making some sense. Right. Because uh, these are things that I've been trying to pull together from various different sort of strains and strands of, of of Christian thought that I've encountered. Um, So one of the things, and and this was, this spoke to me so strongly uh, when I was reading through both the, the account of the resurrection and Benedict, uh, his, his account of the resurrection. And then also the ascension, both of these kind of are pointing us towards this kind of cosmic dimension of what's happened here. And he even uses this language that is, um, he calls it uh, that the resurrection becomes uh what does he say is it the it's an evolution yeah. the, the next evolution of humanity oh, yeah I love that. and Too he bad. says he says this is a language that could easily be misconstrued but he doesn't stop using it he continues yeah. to keep using this language of the next evolution and so i'd like to this this kind of thrilled me so much because in my own, I, I have notes from a couple of years ago of like this whole like system that I had sort of worked out in which I saw the resurrection as being, I didn't use exactly these words, but almost exactly these words next evolution. Hmm. So let me, let me give this, and this is going to be kind of uh, uh again, very heady, but I really want to put this
0: out there You're as, writing as this one day, right? Um That's yeah. probably, probably <laughs> yeah. awesome. I probably. love it. I love it. So, okay. Copies. So let's, yes. let's
1: take, we're going to take a, look at big picture of God's plan. Because the big picture of God's plan, I mean, even when we start off with the creed, what do we say? I believe in God, creator of heaven and earth. So let's take a moment and consider God's big plan that starts with creation. Right? As far as we can tell, the best sort of descriptions that physicists and scientists and those who have studied deep history can do is they go back and they say, listen, the shape of the universe is such that it seems as though there was at a certain point, the big bang, right? That's the, that's the word we sure. use for it. It's this emergence of something radically different. All of a sudden, before there was no physical universe as we understand it. And yet at this point, all of a sudden exploding out from this almost sort of infinite point of energy, nearly infinite point of energy, incalculable uh, almost point of energy blasts forth what we could be able to describe as all of the inherent energy and matter of the entire universe. Right. That's, that's, that's what happens at this. And this is calculated to be something like 13.5, you know, billion years ago, give or take a year. Right. Um, <laughs> the, <laughs> it's out there. It goes into this and, 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 it, and it goes up. And what was, At first, simply pure energy, just exploding forth from this sort of point of origin, right? This emergence. What was became, what started off as just sort of pure energy, eventually coalesces into what we think of as matter. Now, when you get actually into this sort of high level physical physics physics and so forth energy and matter are kind of interchangeable realities we experience one as solid and one as kind of an, an ethereal kind of energy but that's not exactly how it works it's way more complicated than that
0: mm.
1: but um but what happened at first it was just sort of this undifferentiated energy but then eventually it starts to coalesce into different more uh physical physically complex properties and so you have hydrogen right so these kind of very simple uh physical physics realities but then they they bunch together and they come together to become these exploding masses of energy and 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 gases of uh, and that that's a star Right. That's what the star is. And so then there's these stars that begin to form together and they, and they coalesce and, and bring this sort of undifferentiated energy into some very specific physical realities. And those, those become more and more complex because they're within this burning forge of the stars. They create more and more dense and complex physical realities. Right. These elements that we think of as the elements of the physical universe, they get forged together in these stars and then they, the stars explode and then they crash and energy and, and gravity and all of this turns into the physical universe that we experience and that has been, shall we say evolving and growing in complexity, rising in complexity over the course of these 13.5 billion years. This leads us to our solar system and you have one particular planet on this solar system that has all of these complex physical uh chemical realities upon it earth right uh, forged in the stars now part of its own solar system but then there's a new emergence that happens because they are coming out of this complex system of physical interactions There's something strange and new that happens. The first living creatures. And they come forth from the physical and the chemical realities that had underpinned them. But they're also something fundamentally different. We have to come up with a whole new term to understand what it is to be a living thing. Not just merely a physical thing. A gas or a uh, a rock or, uh, a liquid, right? But all of a sudden, no, there's these things that are alive. There's no longer just physics. There's now biology and they're breaking all the rules. See, everything else, they just sort of, it was like the, the, the pool balls that just, you know, bounce off from each other. And that's physics, right? Yeah. yeah. But we say that living things, even single cell organisms, right? You know, we're going back, what, maybe three billion years or something like this. First single cell organisms. Like, we even say about them, well, they want to eat. They want to procreate. They, they, they do things to optimize their capacity to be able to, to eat, to live, to procreate. That's so wild. <laughs> it's nothing like what the physical universe had been before. You don't say that, like, gases want to do this or that liquids wants to do this. They just do. They just, they just, they just do this idea that there's even a single cell organism wants something and it, yeah. and it moves towards some sort of an end on its own power. This is an emergence that comes not by breaking the rules and becoming something totally different from before, but something that, uh, adds to the physical chemical reality of the universe and there's this emergence of this whole new thing called being alive and that when this emerged it changed everything over the course of billions of years now we have every type of living creature that we can you know kind of picture and imagine right everything from the single-celled organisms to you know to to dinosaurs to uh you know to birds to plants and and fungus and And, and not only just the individual creatures, but the vast and, and complex ecosystems that they create, right? Everything about this. And it has filled every possible niche, everything in earth and sky and sea, every part of it. They've, they've, they've figured out how to be able to become alive and transform what had merely been the physical now into raised up into the, to the living, Synthesis of these ecosystems teeming with life. Mm -hmm. So now we have this emergence of of life. But then there's another emergence point that happens. At some point, we can't pin down exact timeline on it, but there are these creatures, alive, biological, but then they begin to have consciousness. Consciousness. They begin to have, it seems to be somehow tied together directly with language, that the ability to have language and the ability to be aware and have consciousness come together. There's this somehow in the midst of this, we can't pin down exactly a historical moment per se, but, but somehow God is guiding this, this work and he breathes his spirit in a new way onto these creatures that now not only are physical, and follow all the rules of the physical world. But they also have the emergent property of being biological and doing all the things that biological and being sort of at the height of kind of biological reality. But then also aware, conscious, rational, uh, human, right? This whole new sort of emergence point. And from there, again, everything is transformed right look at the way that humanity has transformed the world yeah. according to the capacity that we have as conscious rational imaginative uh, uh thinking you know sort of creatures right relational creatures okay here's my contention and again i think what st what pope benedict here is talking about as well the resurrection of jesus christ is precisely one more emergent point that is now brought us to adding in something that had been previously unimaginable, a new dimension of life that had been part of God's plan and that is now being realized in the resurrection of Jesus Christ as this new emergence point. And just as like you know the first sort of, I don't know, emergence of life, the first kind of single-celled organisms or something, you wouldn't have been able to see all at first what would have been possible and what was really happening at that moment and how it would transform the entire world because of it. And yet, hidden within this very first kind of moment is all the potential of everything that could come from it and that this is the resurrection of Jesus Christ a new creation of renewed taking up everything that was there before the physical the biological the conscious but now being able to bring it up to a whole new level of complexity and if i were a person of a sort of a more uh uh um poetic uh you know kind of a poetry you know bent sort of person what would this be well maybe i would i would try to describe this new reality as as as, as the kingdom of heaven mm-hmm. the kingdom of god And that this reality of living out this new emergence of the resurrection, this new creation, would be this call to this higher level of being that we don't quite understand yet, but it's something like being able to gaze upon the face of God. And that that is… This reality of the resurrection that is now emerged in Jesus Christ through humanity and is now in the process of transforming humanity and in the process is also bringing forth into, in principle, the whole creation. This renewed, this life that can be able to exist and it breaks the previous rules. It breaks the previous rules of Death. It breaks the previous rules of corruption and entropy and instead sets forth this whole new possible future Hmm. and that that's what's happening here at the resurrection. That's this next evolution that is happening.
0: I have so many questions. (laughs) It's so interesting because... Well, as you're talking, I was thinking already, but not yet. Right. That's kind of what well, I anyway, go ahead.
2: Well I think that what I just just in listening to what you're saying, I think no one for me has ever tried to set the stage of the like the majesty and the miraculous nature of what actually happened. You know, I think in you going all the way back to the beginning of the universe and having our imaginations kind of walk along how the world came into existence and then drawing us to this idea that this is as big as, as that other worldly thing happening. That's what happened in the ascension. That is what was brought to us is a totally yeah. utterly new thing that we have no idea the the vastness of it, but that we participate we're participating in it
0: that phrase new creation, new heaven, new earth, gives me pause. I think it gives a lot of us pause because I think we're tempted to say, well, because it is a totally new thing, it can't happen here. We go to some other heaven is. Right.
1: No, no, no. It's true. Yeah. That's but so if, commonly. But if the, this
0: is the logic we're following, right? If, uh-huh. if Benedict is our guide and if tradition is our guide and if you are our guide here, then you have to say it happens here.
1: Right.
2: You're participating well, in it.
0: Right. This is so,
1: creation. Correct. So in fact. yeah. And, and if I'm going to, you know, in some sense, try to back up like what well, this just yeah. sort of a very big claim <laughs> yes. that I'm laying down here, right? So here's Benedict on this. He says, is not creation creation, right? So imagine. The whole universe, right? It is, right. Is not creation actually waiting for this last and highest evolutionary leap? For the union of the finite with the infinite. For the union of man and God. For the conquest of death. Throughout the history of the living, the biological, if you will, the origins of anything new have always been small, Practically invisible and easily overlooked.
2: Mm-mm-mm.
1: The other thing that I might go for it. Go for no, it. No, I
0: just <laughs> I wish you had more time
1: because
2: yeah, I yeah, want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's so just, you're kind of so, rendered a little speechless. So,
1: so here's the other part of it too. Cause when we look at, cause there is, there's this very common notion. And I guys, I think this has gotten into our heads in a very deep level as Christians and as Catholics. And it's not yeah. healthy for us is that. We have this idea that heaven is this place that's out there. Yeah. You know, it's this other place that we get to go to. We get to escape from this world, you know, and there's actually, sadly, you know, kind of a whole genre of like prayers and yes. songs and stuff like this that are all about like um even, you know, more contemporary, you know, he came from heaven to earth to show us the way the earth to the cross, the debt and to pay the hand our life, oh, please you know, don't. Please. but, but what's the last one from the cross to the grave, from the grave to the sky. There's not this idea that like the renewal of all creation, but that right. no, we're going to fly away and we're going to go up and become, you know, part of this heaven of the, you know, beyond the heavens.
0: But the scriptures do say that when he ascended, he went up to he was who? taken up in the clouds. Right. Okay. We're going to get to that in just okay, a second. Sorry. sorry. Oh, because <laughs> yes, it does say that. And that is
1: not what you think it means. Um, oh, but gosh, it never is. <laughs> I know, right? Let <laughs> they just be clear. Yeah. So, well, But here's the thing. I think we, it's clear in the, when you start seeing it from this perspective, you suddenly start to see all of these things that make sense Mm. in the gospel that otherwise kind of don't. Mm. And we just didn't realize that they don't make sense. Uh, you know, familiarity just builds this kind of, you know, just accustomedness to the thing, right? But like, take a look at the resurrection itself, right? Take a look at the resurrection itself. Does Jesus appear as, you know, uh, kind of this spiritual manifestation, right? Of this new reality that is beyond space and time and matter. His body.
2: No, he eats. Embodied. Yeah, yeah. like he actually
1: The tomb this. is empty. Right. He eats food. He prepares breakfast for them, right? Now, there's other things that don't match with just a resuscitated corpse, right? right? He can walk through. He can be seen in multiple different places at the same time. He appears as a stranger and yet then familiar. Right. There's these things that are different but also grounded in, again, this evolutionary step, right? Nothing from before is lost. The physical, the biological, the hmm. so the, the, the consciousness, all of it is added onto into a new dimension that you could not Sort of in principle, be able to imagine beforehand.
0: We're going to get superpowers.
2: No, yeah. I, okay. I, <laughs> this is, this is, okay. This is really, I have lots of questions. Are, do, are, can we go for it? Okay. So I'm, I am, um, one of those people who are, are like, Oh yeah. When I die, I'm going to go to another place to heaven and I'm mm-hmm. going to hang out with God. Father Jesse was, is always like, Elisa, you are real sure you're going to heaven. I'm like, Yeah. Well, yeah. Jesus loves me and I love him. And that's what we're, anyway. So, um, so then, and then, so, and there are lots of people who have loved ones who have passed on and, and you believe that that person is in heaven with Jesus. Mm -hmm. And so you very much picture, I guess, cause we're human a place, but if I'm hearing you right, heaven is just a new reality that. Already because is, and it's not necessarily like a low
1: It's not like, it's not like this earth needs to get burned down so that we can be able to go to a new one. Mm. Okay. It's the not like in that. The back.
0: Say it again. <laughs> it's
1: not like this <laughs> is the, this earth is going to get burned down as if this was like, uh, God was like, ah, oh, man, you know, this creation was such a mess and a mistake. Good try. Good yeah. try. Good first <laughs> effort, right?
2: Good first effort.
1: That, but then he's like, I'm going to go do this other thing where we can go beyond, be beyond space and time and matter and exist in this sort of, uh, I don't know, quasi kind of like just spiritual realm. Right. That's that's not Christianity. That's Gnosticism.
2: Okay. So That's dualism.
1: This- that's That's this idea that we get to escape from this world because physicality and material and our human Ooh. bodies are these things that need to be. Transcended so that we can become These sort of pure spiritual beings That's a pagan idea That's not a Christian or Jewish idea Uh And what we say in our creed Every week we say I believe In the resurrection of the dead Right Resurrection Not going off and becoming angels
2: Right Yeah
0: Not the
1: transcendent
2: So like Becoming like Jesus
1: Becoming like Jesus' resurrection
2: Who was both the physical and the spiritual,
1: exactly. Gosh, this new see, dimension. See, because you know, the we thing. We should about have
2: this done enough. this entire five weeks. on, How did you save this for the end? I, I feel wrong. Twenty-minute
0: episode. The new yes. wine is always brought out last. <laughs>
2: okay, but like seriously, we
0: don't think about this enough because I'm flustered. <laughs> I, I
2: know. Yes. So,
1: so here's the here's the thing. We we say we believe in the resurrection, which is to say Jesus's resurrection. Now, and this is breaking rules that we just don't even completely understand what's, what that means, right? Because, you know, you think about the difference between the physical and the biological, right? Like all of a sudden it's breaking rules of entropy and, 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 and desire and, and moving towards its own goals and ends in a way that is just unthinkable from before. And yet now that it's real, you're like, but it's real. It just happened. It's and law. that's what the resurrection is. It's pointing us towards this. See thing of being able to say, we're in this new age that is that is aiming towards the renewal of all of creation. Not that we escape from it. That's a pagan idea. That God is going to renew all of creation. That we believe in the resurrection of the dead. That heaven is not another place. Jesus says the kingdom of heaven is at hand. The kingdom of heaven is among you. So and, then
2: what does that mean for us who have buried our dead? Do, we don't believe that they're
1: Well, there's an in-between state, right? There's there, in the New Testament, they say that there are those who have fallen asleep. Right. Right. That there's this in-between state of being able to say, um, and, and how do you experience that, right? Once you're dead, because if you're not in a physical body, do you experience time? Because time is something that's actually tied to the physical material world. So, but anyway, the point would be that there is this in between. There's this, there's this falling asleep in Christ. But again, we profess every week in our, in our creed that the resurrection of the dead, that's the goal. That's the point. That's what God is going to ultimately accomplish.
2: But it hasn't happened yet. It
1: hasn't happened yet. Though the first realities of This new creation. Which is to say. What would it be like. If our human lives. And our human society. Became. How do you want to say. Infused with. The wisdom. And the power and the spirit. Of God. What would it be like. If our lives actually were guided by the Spirit of God and that we lived in peace, joy, love, thanksgiving, you know, forgiveness, what would it look like if our societies, our communities, down to the little level of the family, up to the big level of the worldwide community, right? Were guided by these same, this, this, the Spirit of God, right? That the kingdom of God would be made manifest among us. And what would be the difference between that and heaven? So this is, uh, I know that this is, this is, uh, kind of already, um, this is just breaking open. Kind yeah. Of a new thing. Yes. And, and I'm kind of okay with the idea of like leaving a certain amount of like, like, wow, there are a lot of unanswered questions here. Well, and I'm okay with that, but I want us to see the cosmic realities of the resurrection and then the ascension where Jesus says, because just before the ascension, Jesus doesn't say, I'm leaving and I'm going to go away to heaven way over there. His final words before he is taken up by the clouds. Hang on just a second on that. Um, he says, I am with you always to the end of the age. The of the age. He's not going away. He's, and what it says is he's taken up with the clouds. We think of the clouds as well up heaven. No clouds is scripture language for saying he's taken up in the spirit of God. The clouds are the spirit of God, the glory of God's presence. So when when they're looking up in the sky, the angels come and they say, stop doing that. Right. That's not where Jesus is. Hmm. He is now with God, which is to say, where is God? God's not out there. He's not only right here. Where is God's presence? God's presence is all presence. Right. Hmm. That's, right. That's the reality of this resurrection that is both the old and the new. Wow.
0: I think that our <laughs> our silence <laughs> and our what right. is appropriate, right? Because this is because this is a totally new thing that we really haven't seen, except for.
1: It's, the weird thing is, it's there. It's there, but then not. we don't picture it that
0: way no yeah. we gloss yeah. over it but but it's the proper response almost is silence is contemplation right because it's crazy but it's such a good kind of crazy where's the good news where's this the is good the good news, news right so good news right. that there's something after this and it's not just like <laughs> yeah now that you put you phrase it this you frame it this way thinking of heaven is like this other sort of plane of existence somewhere out there seems silly Mm -hmm. it seems too easy that the answer is that it's right here and
1: and and maybe just one final because because this has been a provocative kind of image in my own mind uh coming forth from this uh again this almost sort of un open-ended question like where do we go from here but um so i had this time where i was teaching uh, a group of kids uh and we brought up the question of heaven and i said well, how many of y'all want to be able to go to heaven? It was a kind of a rhetorical question, right? Um, but one of the kids w- actually came back. He was like this little 10 year old boy and he came back and he's like, I don't want to go to heaven. And I was like, really? And he's like, yeah, it sounds super boring. <laughs> and, and I was like, well, what would you like to be able to do? You know, like what if you could pick your, have your pick of afterwards and stuff like that? He's like, well, I'd like to be with my dad and my dog and be out hunting, right? Sounds great. And like, I mean, that's not that, that's not how I would picture heaven, but. <laughs> Like, but the point of it was, like, here's just coming from this kid, like, like, all of a sudden this wake up call. Like, if you stop and think about it, like, harps and clouds and stuff like that. Yeah. That sounds terrible.
2: (laughs) Harps and clouds.
1: That sounds
0: terrible. Oh, that's funny.
1: But what if everything that we are Experiencing, learning. What if every relationship that we're developing? What if every act of charity that we do? What if every scientific exploration and understanding of the world around us? What if every movement towards, uh, uh beauty and art and everything like that is, is not just going to be thrown away and tossed into the garbage and, and burned down at the end. But in fact, every good and right and holy thing that has ever been done is becomes somehow in a way that we can't quite picture and be able to put in a a definitive look onto, but somehow be able to all be taken up and become part of this new creation. And that God is working with us as co-creators of this new creation that has begun in the resurrection of Jesus Christ that's way more exciting that's the heaven that I would like to go to not the one with the clouds and the harps and the right, right.
2: The,
0: the, the weird high liturgy all the time uh, yeah.
2: high liturgy <laughs> not high there's liturgy. nothing
0: wrong with high liturgy yeah wow <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It's almost like I need 50 days to think yeah, about yeah, this. Yeah. Well, that' good. Okay. You know what? Hey, <laughs> perfect.
1: Now we've got the time of the resurrection to begin to let this sink in and say, yeah. now that these events have happened, now that this rea- reality of the resurrection has hit us. Now that we have this entirely new destiny before us, what does that mean for me? What could I do? And anything that I could put my hand to, to the arts, to acts of charity, to evangelization yeah. to understanding the mysteries of God's creation all of these things begin to open up for us avenues towards the kingdom of heaven
0: an encounter and understanding of resurrection resurrected life leads to mission
2: yeah
1: leads yeah.
0: to a new way of doing and things.
1: it's it's not resurrection happened past tense It's an an ongoing reality that is pointing us towards the fulfillment when Christ comes in glory, in the second coming, when it will definitively, something drastically different will happen, but it will accomplish what is already beginning now.
0: Do you have anything to say, Lisa? No, I'm just
2: processing time over here. Can you tell? Well, now it
0: makes sense why the disciples weren't sad right when Jesus ascended because he was he didn't leave them he was with them right yeah and they had some glimmer of this hope
1: and they and that's why they transformed the world yeah yeah
2: they were joyful they weren't you, trying to run, run away not?
1: from the world mm-hmm. they weren't trying to get a whole bunch of people to join their crazy cult to go join to go escape from the world yeah Everybody and their brother can come up with a crazy cult that wants to get you to escape from this world. Because there's part of this world sucks. Yeah. And yeah. you just want to get away from it. Yeah. But that's not the thing that was so explosive about the wow. apostles. They started to see this glimmer of an understanding of God's plan for the renewal of all of creation. And they couldn't help themselves but wanting to go out yeah, and tell people not? the good news. How could
0: you not? Wow. Happy Easter.
2: <laughs> happy Easter. We're almost <laughs> there. Almost. 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 Well, happy almost
0: Easter. Already not yet. That's yeah. right. <laughs> cool. Wow. Very good. Okay. Uh, I have to close this out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much, Father Matthew, for this, My uh, this series on uh, just studying the Holy Week. Uh, and beyond. And beyond. And beyond. Uh, this has been the Being Church Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back. Um, every other week or so after this uh, infused with this new idea of the resurrection. Thank you so much for listening to us. We love you. We're praying for you.
2: Go be church.